Nothing But The Words, episode number 102, Three Steps to Make Time to Write in Your Busy Life. What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it, too, with the right coach on your side. Now, here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Before we dive into the main topic of today's episode on making time to write, even if you have a busy life, I want to share an opportunity with you that I'm really excited to have created for my coaching clients and for anyone else who's ready to dive in and write their book. Several times a year, I take time out to shut out the world and just write. Sometimes I take a day and sometimes I take much longer, say a week or 10 days. In fact, I'm planning in 2023 to take a month long sabbatical just to write. Looking forward to that. But I often recommend to my coaching clients that they do kind of the same thing while they're working on their books, set aside blocks of time to write. But especially when you're writing your first book, a huge block of time you're supposed to fill with writing can be a bit scary and intimidating to think about. How are you going to stay focused? What if you can't write when you, when you get there in front of your computer or with your journal? How can you keep up your writing endurance without burning yourself out if you're writing for hour after hour? The solution is to start small and to not do it alone. Start with one day, not a month, and write in community and with a guide who can help you when you get stuck. This is why I created my one-day virtual writing retreat, so you can do all of that. I have been wanting to do this for some time. I've had people asking me to do it for some time, and actually, one of my friends and I a brilliant author coach named Anita Henderson were, were planning to do a three-day live and in-person writing retreat in 2020, just before the pandemic hit. So this is like my dipping my toe in to move back in that direction. So I opened the one-day virtual writing retreat first to my group coaching clients and Authors Ignited. Members of Authors Ignited, they get to attend for free. They don't have to pay anything for the retreat. It's part of their membership, and they even get to register a plus one at no additional cost. So if you have a friend in there, you might ask them to to give you their plus one. Now I'm actually opening the retreat for everyone. And there'll be, I haven't decided what the limit is. It'll be a reasonable number of people in there. We're not going to have a hundred people in the retreat, but we want to keep it as accessible to as many people as possible though. And that's why the price is just $97 for the one day virtual retreat. Check it out at CandiceLDavis.com slash retreat. Okay. So let's dive into how you can make time to write when your life is super busy. I've been thinking a lot about time during and after my eight-week sabbatical over the summer, which I'm going to keep saying over and over (laughs) was fantastic, even though it wasn't a vacation or anything like that. It was a health sabbatical. I was recovering from surgery, but there was something about just having time and space that I really, really want to encourage. Now, a lot of experts will tell you that if you aren't working on a project, Say, for instance, you want to write a book, but you're not actually doing it. (laughs) It's because that project is just not a priority for you. 
And I do agree that that's the case some of the time, but there's so many other reasons why people don't work on something that's a priority to them. With many of my coaching clients, I've found it's a bit more complicated than that. In fact, with most of them, your book is a priority, but it's one of many priorities that you're juggling. Now, don't get me wrong. I've definitely told my husband and my kids they were on their own for meals for a few weeks at a time while I raised to meet a deadline. So I shifted. I very consciously shifted the priorities in my house. It was not a priority for me to be the maker of the meals during that time. But guess what? Nobody starved. Nobody was traumatized. My kids are fine. (laughs) I think they're all grown up now. And if I could turn back time, yes, I would do it again. They're fine. They learned some independence. But there are also times when your long list of priorities weighs so heavily on you that it seems impossible to make time to write your book. I have been there. I've been there with my own writing and I've been there with my clients and coaching them through that kind of circumstance. And here's what I have found. As long as you believe you don't have time to write, you will not have time to write. The first step to making time to write your book is to start to believe it's possible for you to make that time. Now, I tell this story a lot, so forgive me if you've heard it before, (laughs) but I share it because it's so relevant. At a conference, I spoke to a bright and interesting woman. This was years ago, and she was so engaging and, and just clearly so smart. And she told me about her book idea. She was more than qualified to write it. I have no doubt she could do a great job, but she claimed she didn't have time to write her book. So we talked about it for a while and she said she was a morning person and she felt most creative in the early hours. And I suggested she get up just 20 minutes early every day to write before her young son got up because normally they would get up and start their day together. Her response to me was, oh, that will never work. (laughs) She said, my son can just feel when I get up and he'll come into the room. Now, listen, I know (laughs) there are some kids who seem to have that sixth sense And they know when you need time and they can hear you and they come and find you, right? He may be tossing and turning and thinking about waking up. And the minute he hears you click your light on, he's running to the door. But kids can be taught to respect our boundaries just like anybody else can. I suggested to her that if her son woke up and came and interrupted her writing time, she simply teach him to take his little booty back to bed where he could read a book or play with a toy until she got him up to start the day. But y'all, it didn't matter what I suggested. (laughs) She had a million reasons why she could not make time to write her book because that's what she really believed. More than 10 years later, we're still social media friends and she still hasn't written her book or if she has, she's never mentioned it on social media. The fact is that she didn't believe she could make time to write her book, but you can. She could and you can make time to write your book. How do you know this? Have you ever made time for any other project or priority which you thought wouldn't fit into your schedule, but somehow you managed to make it happen. If your mother or your best friend or your partner or your boss needed you to carve out time for something important, would you figure it out? Have you ever done that? Has anyone else with a schedule and a lifestyle like yours ever written a book? Have they made time to do it? If you've been telling yourself and other people you don't have time to write a book and you've been saying it for months and months or even years and years now, you're going to have to do some work to convince your brain that's not true. When you have that thought or when you say it out loud, don't just let it stand as if it's the absolute truth because it's not. Question it until you see how it's not true for you. That's the first step. The second step in making time to write your book is to let go of all the ideas you have 
of what you think that has to look like. Like I am a person who wants, (laughs) like most people, to be told, hey, this is what works, do it. Or at least I think that, right? Until I actually get in that situation. And early in my writing career, I used to read a lot about the writing routines of successful authors. I studied their habits. Maya Angelou went to write in a tiny hotel room every day for about five hours a day. Stephen King said that he wrote for about four hours a day. One of my mentors wrote in bed through the morning and early afternoon hours, and she wasn't done until she'd written at least 10 pages a day. I thought there was some right way that they did it, some magical secret, and I wanted that secret, right? I thought if I could just figure out their routine and drop myself into it, I too could write the dozens and dozens of books that they've written or the award-winning books that they've written. In the end, (laughs) after some time, I figured out that I really had to make my writing routine suit my personal schedule and my lifestyle. That has changed a lot over the years as my lifestyle has changed. When I first started writing books, I had small kids at home. I have no kids at home now. They have flown the coop. It's a whole different lifestyle. When I first started writing, I didn't have a business. I do now. It's a whole different lifestyle. Listen, writing a book is so much like any other project in so many ways. There are definitely some best practices you can and should learn from people who have successfully done what you want to do when it comes to writing books. But there's no one right way to do it. That brings us to the third step. Once you've let go of the idea that you're just gonna follow someone else's footsteps and it's gonna be perfect for you, the next step in making time to write your book is to experiment. One of my good friends who has written several books started this year with a plan to write every Sunday. That was how she was going to finish her next book. Now she has a growing business to run She has elderly relatives for whom she provides some light care. She's not a full-time caregiver, but she does have some responsibilities there. She has a husband who has designed his work life to be able to spend plenty of free time with her. And you know what? Writing on Sundays did not work out for her. (laughs) Didn't work. Those work projects from her growing business spilled over into the weekend because her her business took a giant leap in its growth this year. Her elderly relatives had some needs. They had some medical needs that did not limit themselves to weekdays. And she sometimes had to give them time and attention on Sundays. But rather than beat herself up, this is not her first rodeo, and give up on her book, she just changed her plan. For a while, she tried writing at lunchtime, but that was hard for her. She had a difficult time shutting out the world at that time. Now she's writing in the early mornings before she joins her husband for a cup of coffee. It's just 30 minutes a day, but it's getting her closer and closer to her finished book. And I have no doubt that if that setup stops working, she'll just try something else. Stop expecting everything you try to do to make time to write your book to work. Everything's not going to work. And even those things that do work won't necessarily work forever. If your writing schedule the time that you have blocked on your calendar and set notifications for and put your phone on do not disturb still doesn't work out. Don't waste time beating yourself up. That's perfectly normal. You don't know if it's going to work until you actually try it. It's not a failure. It's just useful information. Assess why that time doesn't work for you. It could be that you are not at your most creative at that time and you'd rather write at a different time. It could be that there are some meetings or things that have come up. Your work schedule has changed. Whatever the case, identify it and then deal with that. 
Try something else. Try a new schedule. It doesn't matter if it's writing once a week, writing every day. I'm a big fan of writing every day if that's possible for you because it allows you to stay in the book, right? It allows your brain to stay in the book, but it's not possible for everyone. When you find a writing schedule that works, lock it in, protect it, guard it like you would any other appointment that's important to you. But keep in mind that as your life changes, you may have to adjust that writing schedule accordingly. Listen, many professional writers, meaning people who write for a living, have a writing schedule locked in. It doesn't change. They have to, or they can't produce the work that pays the bills for them, right? Just as many other professional writers, many of whom have day jobs that help them pay the bills, have to fit writing in where they can get it in. For me, that sometimes meant writing in the car while my kid was in karate (laughs) or in dance class. It was fine. We still, it still got done and they still got to their activities. Deciding to write a book doesn't make the other demands on your time automatically go away. Take ownership of your writing time though. In the midst of everything else, you take ownership of it. Start by believing you can make time to write your book. Convince your brain this is the case. Because if you don't believe it's possible, it ain't never going to happen. You got to believe it. Then let go of all the stereotypes and ideas and the must you do it, you must do it this way about what a successful writing schedule must look like. And finally, be willing to experiment until you find a writing schedule that works for you. It's okay if the first one, two, three don't work. Doesn't matter if that schedule is every day, once a week, one, one week per month, as long as you're making progress with your book. That's all for this week's episode, friends. If you want to make some time for your book, I'd love to have you join us for my one-day virtual writer's retreat. It's online on Sunday, September the 11th, 2022. This is going to be a day of writing, coaching, getting your questions answered, and writing some more. You will leave with pages and pages written for your book. Register at CandiceLDavis.com slash retreat. I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.